Hello everyone and welcome to Mike Springston FFC Podcast where we coach you in the Word. We're glad to have you tonight as we're going to begin session 9 of the message entitled Operating in the God Kind of Faith. I think you'll enjoy this. We're going to show you a couple things um, that I want you to consider. Uh, and uh, But anyway, I want to welcome all of those of you uh, from around the country who are downloading and studying with us. I want to welcome those of you from around the world who are also downloading and studying with us. I want to remind you that you can contact us at springston56 at gmail.com, mikespringstonministries.com, ffcma.org, or through Family Fellowship Chapel's direct messaging. We're glad to have all of you beginning session nine of Operating in the God Kind of Faith. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for the Word of God. We pray that you'll open our eyes, that we can see your ears, that we can hear in our heart, that we can understand what the Word of God says to us, and then that you would allow us to apply it to our lives so that we can be changed into the image of your dear Son. Jesus, speak to us out of the Godhead. Minister through the Holy Spirit the things we need to know, understand, do, and demonstrate. As He reveals them, we'll receive them and we'll release them to your people. And we'll be changed, corrected, and blessed. We ask all of this in the lovely name of Jesus Christ, who is our High Priest, our Lord, and our Man, and the Godhead. Amen and amen. Today I want to show you the two works or the two types of wisdom that have great impact upon your faith. Looking at James chapter 1, verse 4 through 6, But let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given unto him. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. Now, of course, we alluded to this a little bit in our last podcast, but I want to just go into it a little bit more. In contrast, James is writing concerning wisdom and faith, and Paul's writing in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 concerning uh the word of wisdom. Now there is a wisdom that's required to operate faith when faith is used to appropriate the promises of God that are in Christ Jesus. This wisdom, according to James' writing, must be an essential element when it comes to building things that are important, such as patience, which must accomplish her her work, perfecting the believer, and making the believer entire where he wants Nothing. God is free with this wisdom because when received from a heart that's intent and purposeful in seeking it, that person will place his faith upon the things that wisdom speaks words of approval. There will be a freedom in faith to receive the required liberal amount of usable faith. God wants us to use faith, but if we are to use it correctly, then we must have a wise soul, mind, will, and emotions to bring out of faith the things of which faith should and was designed to be centered upon. Of course, that's Jesus Christ our Lord and His works along with His ministry. Then we come to the wisdom that's reflected in Paul's writing concerning the gift of wisdom. Look at that in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7 and 8. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all, and I must stop there just a second. 
This is a statement of Paul that goes relatively unnoticed when hearing teaching on the gifts of the Holy Spirit. These are designed by the Godhead and given by the promise of the Father so that every man who is full of these gifts can profit. Now that word profit means to be able to take advantage of. Now, where are they to profit or to take advantage of this spiritual insight? In things, of course, that pertain to the Spirit, they are to profit or take advantage of things that pertain to the ministry of Jesus Christ. They are to profit from the voice of Jesus Christ. As he speaks from the heavenly perspective, information that those of us who are being used and spoken through, need to bring and release into the earth that are required to minister to the things, circumstances, situations that we encounter. If these benefits were not enough, listen to this, it should trigger your faith. When the Holy Spirit speaks using any and all of these gifts. We are made keenly aware of the one who is the spirit of life and that he, in fact, is alive and sitting at the right hand of majesty. Now the book, the word of God, is great. Revelation concerning the word of God is even better. But the voice of Jesus Christ is the capstone of communication that God promised he would give to us. Why would he do it? So that he would fulfill what Jesus promised us concerning not leaving us comfortless and coming to us. This is the means of manifestation that is an advantage to those who live in the fullness of the Spirit. It is the place from which man finds his ability to be at the advantage in all of life's situations. The word of wisdom, for instance, brings us into the divine insight. We're provided by Jesus the intricate and specific information that's required to solve whatever problems we're facing or meet whatever the need may be. Now, years ago, the Lord sent me to pray for a young lady who had totally lost her voice. She was a singer and sang beautifully. But mysteriously, her vocal cords became paralyzed and she couldn't speak. They sent her to the doctor and he said he couldn't tell her why it had happened or how long it would last. I was praying concerning this girl and her need. I felt a definite unction of the Holy Spirit to go and pray for her. So, I buckled myself up and off her direction I went. When I arrived, I spoke with her and she was only able to make gestures and after a bit I said to her, the Lord has sent me here tonight to lay hands on your throat. I told her that I sensed in my spirit a definite move of God for her healing. I said to her that her vocal cords needed 
direct prayer and a direct word spoken to them. Now I said, and when we do that, the devil will turn loose of your vocal cords and you will speak. She gave me the okay sign and I proceeded to pray. Of course, I proclaimed the name of Jesus on her needs for nothing that I was going to do or just as the doctor, nothing that he could have done in and of himself would have satisfied or solved this problem. But by invoking the name of Jesus Christ, every demon in hell, and of course the demon of hell that was paralyzing her vocal cord, would have to pay attention. They would not pay attention to me. They would pay attention, however, to the spirit-filled words which came from words of wisdom and were coupled with the gift of faith. They had to pay attention to that. There was nothing else for them to do. So I did directly as I had been shown and spoke to the vocal cords in the name of Jesus. I told them that they would be loosed. In prayer, I commanded the devil to turn loose of her and let her go. Now this was not anything, of course, that I had in any of my ability, in any of my past. I'd prayed for people, I'd laid hands on people, but this particular incident was a totally different atmosphere and perspective because I was not just doing this at a church service. This was in a home. It was with a specific need. It was to a specific person. And the unction of the Holy Spirit had sent me there. It was designated in the spirit world. Jesus Christ was speaking to her through me. Someone said, now Pastor Mike, that's silly. Well, obviously you've not read the Bible concerning the glorious hope that is Christ in you. And you've not read concerning the Lord speaking through the Holy Spirit. Nor have you read concerning the faith that is the appropriation of the fullness of the Spirit. When that wisdom, word of wisdom, that unction of wisdom that said, speak directly to her, speak directly to her vocal cords, and then speak directly to the devil. When that wisdom was coupled, coupled with that wonderful spirit-filled faith, my friend, there's nothing in the earth that can remain the same. This is why people are not being healed today. Because we are not coupling the words of the, of, of the gifts of the Spirit and the miraculous faith and then the name of Jesus Christ who is speaking His own words in the Spirit world to the need. Now we're doing it out of a sense of duty. We're laying hands on people out of a sense of saying the Bible said lay hands on the sick and they would recover. But in the Spirit, when Jesus is speaking in the Spirit, my friend, there is nothing on earth that will ever remain the same. 
So upon conclusion, I sat down and looked at the young lady and having done what I had done, being led by the Spirit, the Word of Wisdom and the Spirit of Faith, I simply said to her, talk to me. She opened her mouth and said, now get that. She opened her mouth and said, and she started to mouth a word, but was that word. But when she mouthed that word, all of a sudden, the word but came out of her mouth. And she said, but I can't, I'm talking. And I said, yes, you are. She was healed, delivered, and made sound. This is the advantage, my friend, that a man who is full of the Spirit of God possesses. It'll bring with that advantage the things that can only come from him who is in fact the way and the truth and the life. Now Paul has given us the contrasting wisdom that is gotten, gained by faith that is given to us and then Paul, uh, James, that James said and then Paul contrasts a deeper word of wisdom that can bring specific insight to things, to knowledge that we did not know. This wisdom as I've described is an insight and an understanding that the natural mind cannot know. The doctor said, I don't know how it happened. I don't know how long it lasts. He was a far better trained man to deal with this than I was. I was just a college student at the time. But Jesus, through the fullness of the Spirit and the operation of the word of wisdom and the, the spirit of faith, brought about a miracle that no one, no one could say did not occur. Of course, the utilization of the uh, word of wisdom comes in coordination with the ministry of the gifts of the Spirit. For this reason, when James mentions wisdom, he's not referring to this gift. He's exposing an avenue that a person can and should enter to be able to use faith appropriately. Should the person go deeper into the things of the Spirit, into such things as being baptized or filled with the baptism of the Holy Spirit, that person will have a greater opportunity to use faith. For faith in that realm is the communication of the strength and power that is communicated through the Spirit by Jesus Christ himself. In the realm of the Spirit, faith, now watch this, in the realm of the Spirit, faith closes the gap concerning the heavenly economy and the earthly need. In the realm of the Spirit, where the fullness of the Spirit is used, the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, discernment of the Spirit, faith, healing, miracles, tongues, interpretation of tongues and prophecy. In the realm of the Spirit, faith closes the gap. Why? Because it is the direct voice of Jesus Christ speaking out of the individual, the yielded individual, and bringing the heavenly economy to manifest itself in the earth. What a thought, huh?
What do I mean when I say that? When faith is expressed as a gift through the Holy Spirit, the circumstances or situations upon which faith is appropriated is already formed in the heavenly economy and prepared for manifestation in the natural. Now let's look at faith from the other realm. Faith from, from the realm that begins with wisdom and it perfects you and brings you into a position where you are entire and wanting nothing. Well, that faith is operating from your uh, measure of faith that God has given you and it is operating on what has been appropriated by grace. By grace. And what is formed in you concerning the works of Jesus Christ. He is the central theme and central focus of everything faith does. So, whenever you in your spirit man have formed in you the work of grace and the blood, for instance, or the work of uh, grace and the wounds upon his back, again, from the blood, or the grace towards what comes out of your mouth as the abundance of your heart, whatever those needs may be, when your faith can be appropriated to the things that grace and the works of Jesus Christ are put in you, they're formed, they're made, they're real, you can see them in your spirit. You attach faith to that, it's going to manifest in the flesh. Now then we have a deeper realm of faith. We have the realm of faith in the spirit world where what is about to transpire has already been formed in the heavenlies. That is why Jesus Christ is speaking through the spirit world to speak into existence and give the Holy Ghost what exactly he desires to have put into place in the life, in the need, in the circumstance, in the deliverance. And it comes out of the heavenly economy. It's not formed in you as your uh, usual gift of faith is. That's where these two differ. There is a gift of faith that's in the Spirit, and that gift of faith is formed in the heavenly economy. And because it is formed in the heavenly economy, it closes the gap. So wherever you are and whatever your encounter uh, uh, must be, your need is, well, there is he to supply your every need according to his riches and glory. That's what Paul is talking about. Because Paul understood the move of faith in the spirit world. We understand the move of faith according to Ephesians 1.8, how faith works with grace. In order for that faith to work, grace and an act uh, of, of Jesus Christ, something that he has accomplished, something that he has promised, something that he has done, has to be formed in our spirit man. When we see it formed in our spirit man, then we appropriate our faith on what is formed in us. Not what we see, but what is formed in us. Now then, we have the contrasting faith in the spirit. That is faith that is formed 
in the heavenly economy and spoken through a man by the Holy Spirit as if the voice of Jesus were speaking directly into the meeting of that need. Now that's significant, my friend, because we can live in the other faith. We can live in faith, the grace through faith. And we can learn to appropriate our faith, the gift of our faith from God into that grace world and into that uh, inner formation and grab it and bring it out into the natural. But if we live in the spirit world, then we can take that faith domain to a completely different level because it is in the realm of the spirit world where faith has closed the gap because what is going to be speaking out of you in a word of faith is going to manifest itself into the life of that believer, into the life of that need, into the life where Paul says, my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. Why would he say that? Because he was operating strictly by grace through faith. Uh, 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 uh. Because Paul was operating through the spirit faith where Jesus Christ had closed the gap between the heavenly economy and the earthly economy, and the spirit world began to manifest for Paul. That's why Paul could walk into any place he went and demonstrate not his words because he said, I'm nothing great, but I can demonstrate the spirit to you. What did Paul mean? He meant I can take from the spirit world and close the gap between heaven and earth. <laughs> Glory to God, what a thought. I close the gap between heaven and earth, Paul says. I can do it in the spirit realm. See, faith has two operations. Now, we shun in this world today. We shun the baptism of the Holy Spirit, never recognizing that it is from that fullness world in the spirit that faith which closed the gap because what is being spoken has been formed in the heavenly economy. Now when faith speaks, the heavenly economy is simply immediately, instantly, and at the second moment releasing what has already been formed to be given to you from the heavenly economy. But yet we don't want that. We want to remain in, in the operation of grace through faith when it has been designed, pre-designed by God to give us the riches of his glory. And one of the mechanisms was that you would be given the promise of the Father whereby Jesus Christ could be in direct communication with you whereby he could be in direct meeting of your need as we have seen how Paul spoke concerning how God from all of his riches, all of the economy of heaven, all of the things that are swelled up in heaven that are the very goodness of God can be given to Paul, but we would rather operate in a faith that waits for grace to be formed in us with something that will resonate in us so that we can put our faith to it. Why would we do that? 
Why wouldn't we go into the fullness of the Spirit and allow the resonation of the heavenly economy who has already formed everything you need to be produced through you as the Holy Ghost speaks the words of Jesus Christ. And those words do such things as lead you and guide you and give you what to speak and show you things to come. Those words cause a demonstration that lets people know not only that there is a God in heaven, but know and see His wonderful and wondrous works manifested in the natural through the faith of the Spirit. Our needs can be met, should be met, will be met. We just need to get into that spirit world. Now, why would this be? Because as in all the gifts of the Spirit, He, the Holy Spirit, is not acting or responding on His own. He is acting, operating in, and using the Spirit's faith through the believer based upon, now watch it now, the instructions of Jesus Christ, who is the man in the Godhead. This is faith that associates the answer to the question. It associates the end from the beginning. It is the divine in nature. And it flows from Jesus Christ our Lord through the one ministering and manifesting to the one in need. The word of wisdom will build on the word, on the wisdom of which you have sought by faith and received. It will show you the quality decisions that must be made in the Spirit <coughs> and be in the plan and place where Jesus Christ needs you to be at the moment He needs you to be there. <coughs> now, I could unpack all the gifts of the Spirit, but suffice it to say that our faith, when operated in and through the Spirit, <coughs> and while utilizing the gifts of the Spirit, will remain focused upon the central reason for us to be using faith in the first place. God, bless your word today. Minister to your people in Jesus' name. God bless you until we meet again for session 10.